Live with intention. Walk to the edge. Listen hard. Practice wellness. Play with abandon. Laugh. Choose with no regret. Appreciate your friends. Continue to learn. Do what you love. Live as if this is all there is. Hello and welcome to episode 277 of Under the Cull of MS. This is the first Wellness Wednesdays week one episode. This is going to be a new segment every Wednesday, hopefully. I am going to give you weekly updates about where I'm sitting as far as health-wise, what I've been doing new, what I've been adding to, what I've been working out with, and just trying to get the body back to as much working ability as possible (laughs) while I still can. That was a little wellness quote from Mary Radmacher that I came, that I found. And basically what I want to say, start out with here is, well, for starters, I started out my day. I did some yoga this morning. This is the first day of my 30 day sugar flush. And by sugar flush, I mean wiping out everything that has sugars, processed, or natural. Except I may use a couple things like lemons and avocados. I'm not sure yet. We'll see how the food treatment goes. See what I come across with recipe ideas. And I will share what uh, some recipes that I make for myself throughout the week and people can try out and see if anything is in your wheelhouse is something that you can enjoy and live happily eating healthy with for hopefully the rest of your life (laughs) and hopefully it's a nice long life um but yeah starting that today not really prepared for it (laughs) I would have liked to have had a couple more days to get some stuff prepped up and get the kitchen laid out the way I want it so it's easier for me to cook certain things and be able to find things that I'm looking for. But I'll just work with it as I go and start out. And basically today I'm going to boil a bunch of hard, hard-boiled hard eggs up because that's something that's guaranteed to just be able to grab pop in my mouth, just add some sea salt if I want to it or whatever. I was also considering, I don't know if I'm going to do it or not, I'm going to make a couple deviled eggs up for the other people in the household that I have to cook for every night tonight. And I was thinking about making myself one egg cut in half in the two deviled egg pieces and just use uh, red wine vinegar and paprika and see how that comes out. But I got to double check everything, everything I use, I check the labels, everything and see to make sure that there's no sugar in it. I'm not sure there probably is a little bit of sugar in the red wine vinegar. So I may have to skip that idea, but we will see, but I won't 
wouldn't be adding mayo or anything like that to it for mine. I'd just do that for the other people. But things like that you got to change and work on. And then my whole goal with the 30-day sugar flush, the last time I did one, I did a 45-day sugar flush, and it was pretty intense. And I actually didn't mind it. I kept going on beyond it. I think I went over 60 days overall when I did it. But at the same time, I was also doing a DDP yoga. He does a yearly contest now. So I was doing it for that. And I was recording all my workouts and all that. And then I had, I forgot what happened, but I had a major issue about three months into it and basically fell back to the old ways. And it's usually how it goes, but. But I can tell you, uh, starting out with today was, uh, I did a workout. I want to do a workout before each podcast, at least something to get get the morning started. Today I used a thing that you can get for free. Can't remember if I got it through the Multiple Sclerosis Association of America or. might be like ms.org or something like that, but just check out those companies and there is a yoga DVD that you can get for free. It's called yoga for MS and it's by Tiva, which is a manufacturer of some DB DMDs that we use. I believe Tiva works with like Copaxone maybe or I don't know, they're, they're part of the medical community. You'll, you'll recognize the name when you see it. I started with that one today just to get it kind of a warm up because they have the seated yoga on there plus the regular yoga. They have two ladies doing it and you can do either one. Thing I didn't like is it's some at some points it's too fast. You're like behind on the movements, or you'll see the seated lady doing movements, but then they'll cut over to her and she's reset back to the position before the movements, and then she does the movements. So if you're trying to follow her movements, you might get yourself a little bit confused. Which I I felt was a little irritating because I was constantly resetting myself into different positions. And I'm a person that when I do yoga, I prefer a nice, smooth flow. Whereas everything works together. You're not pausing. You're not hesitating for long moments. And certain positions, when you hold them for long periods, can put a lot of strain on your body and in the long run it can make you get to the point that you don't even want to do it anymore so it's like I'd rather have something that's smooth and flowing that's why I personally enjoy for a good warm-up style back in the day I used to love doing Tai Chi to get started before the yoga to get the fluid movement going and Tai Chi flows so nicely and it's just not as high 
high in impact on the body as the yoga that I prefer, which is DDP yoga, which is uh, not your mama's yoga. It's a yoga that uses resistance movements and you're using your body to trick itself into thinking that you're using weights and bands and stuff like that. But you're not, but you're still getting the impact from it without those items, which is nice. So you can, all you need is the DVDs to, or the, now they have a DDP yoga app that you can follow. But we will get into that more next week because after doing this today, I have a feeling tomorrow I'll be going right to the, back to my DDP yoga discs. Um, this one didn't have hardly any leg movement for the seated person. And I know I could have done the mat person's uh, movements, but I wanted to start out and gradually build myself into it. So doing the seated one, they didn't have much leg movement. So that was kind of irritating, which I understand doing the seated seated workout you're looking more at people that are in wheelchairs and stuff like that but some people do have minor mobility with their legs and some don't have any mobility with their legs but you should offer some type of movement for people that can and then the ones that can't can do it without but uh yeah the positions constantly when they're going between the two people back and forth, they should really keep the camera on both people. That way you can focus on whichever person you're following because they're close enough together that you can see everything they're doing in a good form. But when they go from one person to the next, it constantly changes the imaging and can mess with you on your routine. So I would like to see a lot better, smoother type of, uh, workout routine. I, I can think of maybe a five, five different style workout routine that you could do and put on one disc for free for people with chronic conditions. Um, I'd gladly help out, come up with, something for that if anybody wanted that down and down the line but yeah i think it's time for them to make a couple new new free workout uh dvds for people and they may have them out there i don't know this one i got probably five years ago i'd say and uh i've done it a few times it's about an hour long they are obsessed with cat cow and warrior position. <laughs> they do it way too much. There are other things they could do that would be way better for the body that wouldn't, would not be high impact, which I would like to see added into it. Stick with the cat cow to start your routine to you get your stretches in and get you loosened up and then get into the warrior poses and then work into some other things is what I'd like to see instead of just focusing on those two type of things over and over, just a couple different uh, methods of it. But 
this is still a good workout to get you going and it's free so and in the end they spend a lot a long period of basically they have you lay on the mat and just do your breathing relax breathing in the description it's the cool down part of it and a meditation part but they just lay there quiet and breathe and the person in the chair just sits there with their hands on their legs and sits there with their eyes closed breathing and they really should have actually given you a guided medic meditation while you're doing it instead of just sitting there in silence for it seems forever <laughs> it's like you start to fall asleep it's just so quiet and boring <laughs> but they could have put a nice little guided meditation into the to it for you but other than that it's nice it's free so you can't complain uh and it is i mean i i just haven't done much of shit for a long time and just doing the seated workout part of it i can feel it in my upper body but my legs were like what the hell aren't you gonna do anything for us so i ended up just doing i'll sit on the end of the bed sit on my hands and then just lift my legs straight out in front of me and hold them as long as I can just to strengthen the leg muscles. And then Gret, every now and then you just bring one knee into the chest as far as you can and then straighten it back out and then do the other knee straight into your chest as far as you can and then back out. Or you can do both knees, which is a good good position if you can pull your knees into you to your chest as far as possible, hold it as long as you can, and then release it. I forget what they call that. I think it's child pose. Uh, that's really good for you, too. And then it helps kind of loosen the legs for a second, and then stick them straight back out and hold them there and let them tighten up, tense up, and see how long you can hold it for without overexerting yourself. It's nothing too extravagant, but it's just a little leg movement. And then the rest of my day, I when I go up upstairs, I go on my hands. My hands are on the steps as I go up the stairs. So usually when I'm in exercise mode, uh, every time I go up and down the stairs, because I go up and down the stairs a lot, I'll sit there and do 10 to 20 stair push-ups, which you're at like a 45-degree angle. So it's not so intense on you, and instead of being on your knees, it helps you be able to actually just keep your feet on the lower steps and your hands on the upper steps, and just do push-ups, and I'll do 10 to 20 at a time each time I go up, up or down the stairs. Now, it's not a intense movement or motion, but it does give you some type of workout for it. So it's good for you one way or another. So. And I'm always climbing the stairs on my hands anyways. So since I'm there, I might as well get a few push-ups in and see how it goes. 
Now, talking about the sugar-free detox that I'm doing. I came across this 28-day sugar detox, and I was going to read this over today on the podcast and see if it had anything that really caught my eye that I want to try out. So I figured I'd read it over while I was doing the podcast. It's like, why not? (laughs) It's like, might as well get something out of something while I'm looking at it. So it's basically a 28-day sugar detox. It's done by Healthy Living Journey. It's a personal nutrition consulting company or something like that. Basically a nutritionist. Now, if you have to go to a nutritionist, basically I just had my urologist wants me to go on some type of medication, but In order to go on that medication, I need to go to a nutritionist up in, or down in Milwaukee at Freighter, and I don't really feel like driving an hour down to Milwaukee just to be told what I already know, because I've seen nutritionists in the past. They're basically going to tell you, you got to work out more, you got to watch what you eat, Uh, basically a piece of meat about half the size of your fist because I got a big fist. So they'll usually tell normal people (laughs) a piece of meat about the size of your fist uh, is a decent enough portion, but mine's got to be a little bit smaller than my fist. And then the rest of your plate is just piled full of colorful vegetables and stuff like that healthy items Uh, and they want you to live like that from now on and they want you to just jump right to that which I think is complete and utter stupidity (laughs) I get it if you're a healthier person and you're already kind of eating that way but when you're taking in someone that needs to get on a certain routine and you're just instantly putting them into a nightmarish mode for them and they're going to be starving after they're done eating and it's just not going to work out well at all. Uh, they use the same, same concepts of uh, nutrition and eating for every person that comes in there pretty much. It's not like they're, I mean, granted though, I think when I last seen the nutritionist, I was allowed like 40 grams. I think it was 40 grams of, no, that can't be right. I don't know. They give you set amounts of sodium, sugar, protein, all that stuff. And it is different for different, for men and women, but they don't really go by size. At least they didn't back then. It was just, if you're a male, you're going off this scale. If you're a female, you're going off this scale. And I, I do not agree with that either. I think you have to go by the body mass index and get them started on a slow decline of eating unhealthy to healthy and not just 
one big leap let's go okay this is your normal day you just went to two drive throughs today and ate whatever at home just munched on whatever but now tomorrow you're gonna have this one plate <laughs> with a handful of stuff on it and a bunch of stuff you don't really like and that's your meal for the day and then evening you'll have this this little meal for your evening and a couple of these little snacks in between to keep you going throughout the day and your body's like whoa hey what the hell <laughs> we just did a huge change all of a sudden it's like we gotta work together we can't do this because if you're gonna sit there and throw me under the wheels and just stop feeding me the way i like then i'm just gonna shut your system down and make you miserable as hell and not let you adequately allow your body to accept the changes and work with it and you have to it's like quitting smoking you it's it's not easy <laughs> i did it cold turkey i don't know how i did it i uh smoked for since i was a teenager up until my 30s and when i quit i was smoking up to three packs a day and then i quit cold turkey haven't had a cigarette since uh thankfully don't crave it anymore i only i really wish i would have wrote down my quitting date i i know it's been over 15 years but i don't know when it was i know it was during the dart tournament when I was running a bar back in the day and I just, I suppose if I found our, our plaque from that year, because our team was a, one of the top dart teams that we had, uh, our winning plaque, well, multiple plaques that we had for championships that we won. And, uh, I'm pretty sure that's the year that we had that big tournament and then I quit smoking. So if I find that plaque, I can at least pinpoint down to the year, but yeah, it's cognitively with multiple sclerosis. It's just not there. The memory anymore. I used to be able to give you every date and everything that happened at any crucial point in my life, but not anymore. So, but let's look at this 28-day sugar detox thing that I found. It says, removing sugar from your diet is the fastest way to lose weight and increase your energy. When your blood sugar is out of balance, it causes depression, causes you to store sugars as fat instead of using it for energy, causing you to have highs and lows in your energy and leading to diabetes. Which, yeah, common sense. Sugar bad for you, we know. And yeah, it does bring us down, but it also makes you happy when you're happy. <laughs> uh, as far as depression goes, I'm going to kind of see what, what it does for mine. But for some reason, that I'd say the last couple of weeks, my depression's been way down. I'm kind of liking this maven clad, clad route that I went with this medication from a multiple sclerosis, uh, the first 
couple months were rough. Lots of issues with nausea and body aches and pains and problems like that. But I never had the migraines and all the other issues that people had may or may not have had with it in the past. But for some reason, these past couple weeks, I have been in a more up, upbeat, more motivated type of mood. My body pains are down a little bit, so I want to take advantage of it, and I'm going to work out. So my body pains are going to come back <laughs> intensely, but it's going to be because of a reason that I know of at least. And I can see how it adapts and works over the next few months and see what happens. Um, that's the reason I'm doing this sugar flush now. I wanted to do it like six months ago and then three, five months ago and four months ago and three months ago. And it just never felt right. And I was just in a deep depression and didn't really give two shits about doing a damn thing. But now... <laughs> I decided to get off my ass and do it. So, <laughs> and I committed online with uh, our patients getting paid group and opened my mouth and said I was doing it. So now I got no choice. I got to do it. <laughs> I got to make it through 30 days. I can't, can't wuss out now. It's like that gives me a reason to have to push through it. Hopefully, I'll at least get through the 30 days and then go from there. Hopefully, I'll go on and beyond that point. And, but after 30 days, I will start incorporating natural sugars and things like maple syrup, pure maple syrup, of course, and uh, good pure honeys uh, for sweeteners. I do not do stevias and shit like that. I think those things are disgusting. They taste like crap. I can't stand them. I can tell instantly when anything has stevia in it. And it can just go right in the garbage can as far as I'm concerned. I don't think stevia is good for us. And just the way it tastes, I don't know how it can be good for us. But there's so many ways to sweeten things. It's it's not hard to eat healthier it's just so damn easy to go through those drive throughs that's the problem and it's just there is a lot of stuff out there that's better for us better ways better things to find for things that we enjoy but the problem is is cost wise and now with covid crap and everything else ships being stuck out in the ocean and supplies not coming in now the unhealthy crap is going up in price too. So now it's going to pretty much equal it out. And the organics are going to be probably the same price, if not cheaper here pretty soon. If this keeps up, but, but yeah, I'm already almost at my 30 minute mark here. So I think what I'm going to do Let's cut this off and then come back and talk more about this detox thing. Uh, one thing I do want to mention, uh, if you're looking for a, a podcast, another podcast to listen to with some wellness stuff, uh, a friend from the 
patient getting patients getting paid group that I'm part of. I uh, found out she has a Move It or Lose It podcast. Her name is Kathy Chester. It's a podcast about all things that move the mind, body, spirit, and soul. She's a certified personal and MS fitness trainer, uh, prenatal and group fitness trainer, and of course an MS warrior. She's had had MS and rheumatoid arthritis. Uh, Kathy brings insight and an inside view to how important movement is to the autoimmune community. We have fun guests and cover things that maybe others don't want to talk about regarding multiple sclerosis and other autoimmune diseases. I just downloaded her podcast today, so I won't get to start listening to it till tonight. But from meeting Kathy, I am sure this is a wonderful, well done podcast, and I am looking forward to checking it out. So um, still listen to me. <laughs> but check out Kathy too. And <laughs> I will probably be mentioning a different podcasts and stuff from the group every week and get you into some new things to check out. But yeah, I am looking forward to checking out her podcast. And I'm going to get back to you right after this. And we'll get back to the sugar detox talks coming up okay let's get back to sugar detox if you're listening to this first week you're probably hearing my brand new version of the my anchor podcasting advertisement and that was (laughs) from the power of love from Huey Lewis in the news not done as well as Huey but I mean Pretty close, probably. (laughs) But yeah, it was time to change my advertisement. So usually I like to change it every 100 episodes, but I don't know. I got a few songs lined up that I parodied into an anchor advertisement. So I might do it like every 50 episodes instead or so. We'll see. All depends now now that I'm doing... Well, we'll be doing five episodes a week at least. That's going to go pretty fast. So. But getting back to the 28-day sugar detox. We got instructions for the 28-day sugar detox. Remove all sugar and simple carbohydrates from diet for 28 days in a row. Remove all foods from the avoid list, which we'll go over, and eat only foods on the good list, which we'll also go over, for the 28 days. If you slip up and, well, they got, uh, and eat a food from the avoid list, then start over from day one again. (laughs) So you don't want to slip up, because it's just going to take you forever otherwise, so... Excuse me. (laughs) So follow the rules. Get it over with. Suffer for that month or however long you're going to deal with it. And then you can gradually add things that are more enjoyable and make it a little easier on you as you go on from there. 
this is kind of like the opposite of what I was promoting when I said going to a a nutritionist is going to be basically go from eating crap to eating absolutely healthy in one shot. You're doing even worse by going to eating crap and going right to a sugar free detox. But the reason I do this is because I need to reset my body before I go into a diet mode. Because if I don't do this shocking reset on my system and I try and do it slowly or try and do it the way they want you to do things. My body's like, yeah, eh, we're not really enjoying this. So this way it's a shock to the system right away. And I can get back to my thing. I'm also an intermittent faster. I enjoy it. I prefer not to eat. Basically, right now, I do not eat anything from 10 o'clock at night till 2 o'clock in the afternoon, which is 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, so 16 hours. That's a 16-hour flush uh, of intermittent fasting that I do every day. But now, with doing the sugar detox... It might be more like 18 hours because I don't eat much at night, but I like late night when I'm sitting here on the computer doing whatever and the wife's sleeping. I'll sit here and have some dark chocolate or some caramel or something like that to suck on just to give you that little craving, that late night craving to take care of it or I'll do, I like doing the rice pudding with cinnamon on it or something like that. So those things I got to eliminate now because those are all bad sugars. So I'm going to try and find different ways to enjoy those things and see what I can come across. But we'll worry about that after we get done with the sugar detox. <laughs> uh And then they say, that's it. Pretty simple. (laughs) Just do that. And every time you screw up, start over. At first, your cravings for sugar may be more pronounced. After you get over what I call the hump, you will stop craving sugar altogether. Hard to believe? I never thought I'd get there myself. It usually takes three to four days to get over the hump. So this is the point at which you'll have to buckle down and use all your willpower. Believe it or not, the longer you stay off sugar, the easier it gets. And I agree with that 100%. When I did my detoxes in the past, yeah, after that, you get that first week sucks. Once you get beyond that, it's like it's routine and your body's not screaming out for it anymore. At least mine wasn't. And I had no problem doing my things. It's just my hardest part is that late night munchie. I need something late at night. That's and I'm up till midnight. So it's like I like to munch on something around 10 o'clock and then don't do anything till 2 p.m. So that last if I 
basically don't eat anything from seven o'clock till midnight i'm sitting here pretty hungry it's like but with sugar detox i can easily take a hard-boiled egg bring it downstairs with me and that can be my late night munchie uh that's a good good belly filler something to give you substance 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 sustenance sustenance uh, brain starting to shut down it's lacking sugar uh, this doesn't mean that you'll never be able to eat fruit again or enjoy a piece of bread this is a temporary cleanse to overcorrect your blood sugar this is when the cravings for sugar disappears and your energy goes way up. Not to mention that most people see a huge difference in their skin. Which I'm curious. You know, I I never noticed any huge difference in my skin and I have skin issues. That's one of the doctors my PCP is sending me to to get some try out another new I can't even think of what you call them. A new skin doctor. Uh, because the last few I went to gave me absolutely no help. <laughs> they basically wanted me to cover cover my body. I got to basically two-thirds of my body has issues where I get lumps, boils, scars, scabs. All kinds of things will just start popping up. And I've never got an explanation. I was told carbuncles, told boils, told some other weird name things, but none of them gave me results that I could search that would give me any help. And the doctors were like, use iodine. And it's like you're just dumping this wet crap all over your flesh, and it's just going right on your clothes. And then I found the iodine salves. I started using those, but a two-ounce bottle is like 11 bucks, And... I go through a, one of those in two applications because I have so many areas that I have to cover. Then I found out about Hibiclens from my next skin doctor, and that's better because I can get a foaming Hibiclens. And with it being in foam form, it's not as liquidy, and it Sticks to the skin a little bit better, but it's also wears off on the clothes and, and the bedding and whatever. So that's annoying. And then I tried aloe veras. I tried different types of salves and ointments and all that. But as I mentioned in the past, my father was in the Navy and was put on the island of Guam back in the day. And they had to take him back to the uh, battleship and take him to Alaska to a hospital because he had a ton of skin issues break out and he ended up having to get released from the Navy after like a year and a half of service and when he came home he spent tons of treatments with ultraviolet light treatments uh, skin treatments and then once he did get to Wisconsin, because he was basically stationed in Texas, I believe it was, during that part when they came back from Guam and Alaska. And then uh, he spent years just 
with skin doctors dealing with all kinds of stuff. And then they had things they called CTQ, MC and a half and stuff like that, that this doctor that he found in the Sheborgan area uh, basically made big drums of this stuff himself. And he swore by it and stuff really worked. I, anytime I had any type of skin issue, he'd get, I'd go with dad to his appointments and, the doctor would give me a little bottle of stuff and I'd start using it and it helped. And it's like, well, did I not, did I get this skin shit from my dad by him passing it through his jeans when they had me and that's why I have this issue? I don't know. My firstborn sister has none of this stuff and she's was born before dad went overseas and then me and one of my other sisters have these issues. I have it the worst out of all of them. Uh, so, I don't know. I think it could have been passed down through them. And I think... <laughs> I think it's bullshit because my dad never talked to me about it. Never, I always asked him about his military service and stuff like that. And he would never give me details. And I think they basically had him sign paperwork to shut his mouth and not say anything. Because he was on the island of Guam not that many years after they did nuclear testing in that area. So, But what you going to do? <laughs> Government controls us and helps, supposedly helps us and runs our lives for us and sets up our rules and regulations. But when it comes to helping out us with issues like this, you just get a lot of runaround. So I don't know. I've been trying to get answers for many, many, many years and for many things and just always get the runaround and get pushed away for whenever I try to ask for help. But, all right. Sugar makes you fat, <laughs> tired, and ugly. Well, that's not nice. I mean, Jesus, it's like that's fat shaming right there. I mean, that's bullshit. They should not be saying shit like that. I wish I was kidding about this. I mean, this is not me, these eyes in this. This is the person that wrote this shit, not me. <laughs> I wish I was kidding about this, but I'm actually quite serious. Eating fat doesn't make you fat. Sugar does. Eating too much sugar and carbs is the reason that most people are tired all the time as well. Not to mention that sugar zaps the collagen in your skin and dulls your complexion. Well, I know people that have nice bright skin with a ton of crappy makeup all over their body, and I think they're ugly too. <laughs> so, just because your skin gets duller, it doesn't mean you're ugly. <laughs> it says most Americans consume up to three pounds of sugar every week. It's not always easy to get away from sugar because they put it in almost everything these days. It's added to so many processed foods we eat, not just in what we consider sweets. Raised blood insulin levels, levels causes weight gain. Insulin promotes the storage of fat, so when you eat foods high in sugar, you increase fat storage, resulting in rapid weight gain. Being a recovering sugarholic, my oh man, that's just talking about how she knows or he knows 
how difficult it is to get off of sugar. The more sugar you eat, the more your body craves. So just limiting sugar won't do the trick. You literally have to cut it out completely. Cold turkey to stop the addictive cycle. Studies have shown that it can be more difficult to get off of sugar than cocaine. It's like, ah, late. When I have bad fatigue days, (laughs) it's like, I just sit here thinking, give me the Scarface treatment. Give me that giant pile of cocaine. (laughs) My day started. (laughs) But no, instead, we resorted to sugar, which is pretty much worse than cocaine. It's easy to get off cocaine. (laughs) Uh, I can't say it's easy to get off. It's not easy to quit things you enjoy when you're doing them, but I've personally done it and walked away from it. So, but when I'm talking about sugar here, I'm not just talking about white table sugar. I'm talking about bread, fruit, fruit juice, dried fruit, tortillas, baked good, honey, etc. All these get broken down into the same thing sugar. Okay, foods to eat and avoid during your 28-day sugar detox. The good foods are all herbs, all vet, all vegetables except potatoes, avocado, beans, beets, and some of these have a star next to them like beets. And carrots both have a star next to them, which means limit to half a cup per serving, which that's not a problem. <laughs> it's like beets and carrots. And, eh, I can limit those, no problem. They have wild rice, coconut oil, eggs, fish, goji berries, grapeseed oil, lemon and lime, lentils, nuts, olive oil, Organic, organic free-range chicken, organic free-range turkey, quinoa, sashimi, seeds, tomatoes, wild-caught salmons, and yams. Now, yams I would think would be would have sugar in them. Goji berries I would think would have sugars in them. Grape seed oil I would think would have sugar. Tomatoes, I thought, had sugars. Uh, Quinoa, I'm not so sure about. Nuts, I know, have sugar. Lemon and lime have sugars. Beets, I thought, had sugar. And avocados, I know, have sugar. So a lot of those I wasn't planning on using it all but i have been considering maybe doing lemon and avocado and nuts certain nuts just like almonds or something but we will see if i do they'll be things that do not have added sugar for sure but i don't know i don't like doing a sugar flush and allowing myself to have stuff with natural sugars because i feel that's cheating in my mind but we will see how the the 30 days go and then foods to avoid agave nectar alcohol all fried foods all fruit 
not on the good foods list. All grains that are not on the good foods list. Artificial sweeteners. Breads, buckwheat, candy, cereal, cheese, cream sauces, dairy, evaporated cane juice, Ezekiel bread, flour, flour tortillas, French bread, fructose, fruit juice, high glycemic fruits, high fructose, fructose corn syrup, honey, hydrogenated oils, maple syrup, millet, MSG, monosodium glutamate, oatmeal, potatoes, raw cane sugar, seatan, soy, sucrose, sugar, tortillas, trans fats, vinegar, wheat bread, wheat pasta, white bread, white flour, white rice, yogurt, and this is a list of foods only during the 28-day cleanse. After the cleanse, you can slowly add back fruits, whole grains, and all-natural sweeteners, such as agave, nectar, and stevia. However, processed sugars and processed grains should still be avoided. Uh, And these are all the opinions of this company and not not my opinions or anything. I'm just reading you what I'm seeing and trying to decide from it myself what I want to take from this and maybe use and not take from it. Symptoms of cleansing and what you may feel during and after a cleanse. Most commonly reported positive effects during the cleanse were fat loss, less bloating, clearer skin, less cravings for sugar or food, increased sense of taste, healthy food starts tasting better, increased energy, more consistent energy, more regular bowel movements, (laughs) increased sense of well-being, elevated mood, less depression, lower cholesterol, better sleep, and old memories, emotions resurfacing. Great, just what I want, a bunch of old memories and emotions popping back. (laughs) Some crappy ones. Most commonly reported negative effects during the cleanse were, and these usually pass after a day or two, headaches, flu, cold-like symptoms, chilling, more emotionally sensitive, lethargic, low energy, diarrhea, constipation, gas, bloating, body odor, bad breath, skin breakouts, rashes, irritable, sporadic sleep, old memories, emotions resurfacing, and mucus drainage. Mmm, yummy. Uh, Basically, it's like going off heroin or crack or cocaine or whatever and Going through those detox effects, your body's like, what the hell are you doing to me? Give me it back. Most commonly reported positive effects after the cleanse. Oh, these are after the cleanse now. The other ones were during the cleanse. 
uh, fat loss, less bloating, clearer skin, less craving for sugar or food, increased sense of taste, healthy food starts tasting better, increased energy, more consistent energy, more regular bowel movements, increased sense of well-being, elevated mood, less depression, lower cholesterol, better sleep, and old memories, emotions resurfacing. Basically all the same things that the you have during it and then most commonly reported negative effects after the cleanse it says no reports of negative effect negative effects after cleanse okay we will see sometimes feeling worse means you are actually getting better these detox symptoms are called a healing crisis and usually only last two to three days of the cleanse or fast When a person is cleansing or detoxing his body, it is common to experience these different symptoms. Our bodies clean from the inside out. Sometimes we take a step back before we take a leap forward in our health. Many times people experience no symptoms. Every time you do a cleanse, your body will react differently. Basically, yeah, it all depends what you had in your system before you cleanse, what you have put in your system during the cleanse. It'll all affect the different ways that you can feel from it. And signs of blood sugar imbalance are cravings for sweets, sugar, or bread products. This is almost a guaranteed sign that your blood sugar is out of balance. Uh, Fatigue after eating a meal. Get lightheaded if meals are missed. Eating sweets does not relieve the cravings for sweets. Depend on coffee to keep yourself going or started. Difficulty losing weight. And then how to balance your blood sugar. You should eat more protein. Digest more protein. Check stomach acid levels to make sure you are digesting properly. How do you check your stomach acid levels i don't know eliminate simple carbohydrates and sugar eat more complex carbohydrates eat more good fats and essential fatty acids eat more fiber and do a 28 day sugar detox (laughs) if you are experiencing headaches irritability dizziness feeling shaky lack of energy or trouble concentrating And if you're serious about kicking your sugar addiction, which may be the cause of diabetes or some other sugar imbalance issue, you may have issue you may have, take the next step and contact us to set up a free 15-minute consultation. Uh, I don't know. This is through healthylivingjourney.com, so... They do have a couple examples of like breakfast, egg bacon wrap, oven style with a berry bowl. Use coconut oil or other oil or fat, two eggs or as many as you want, two slices of turkey bacon or as many pieces as eggs, chopped onions, about two tablespoons, spinach, lightly sauteed, about a quarter cup, 
and a berry bowl mix, which is a quarter cup each of raspberries, blackberries, blueberries, a half a lemon juiced, no strawberry, uh, preheat oven to 350 degrees, spread a small amount of coconut oil into the muffin tins, loop one slice of bacon around the sides of the muffin tin to form a circle if pre-cooked or they pre-cooked their turkey bacon one to two minutes on each side that's probably to help it be crispier crack eggs in a bowl whip and mix in veggies then pour the desired amounts in between bacon adding salt and pepper is optional bake about 15 to 20 minutes until the egg has risen and set Let's sit and, using a knife, gently remove the bacon egg cup. Mix fruit in a bowl, pour lemon juice on top, and you're good to go. That's a huge breakfast in my mind, Jesus. But that's a lot of stuff I'm not really interested in doing because, like I said, I'm more of an intermittent faster. Then for lunch, example, they have a garlic lime fish wrap, which is one to two limes juiced and zest. One clove garlic, grated and finely minced. A half a teaspoon chili powder. Sea salt and black pepper to taste. Two tilapia fillets. One head of romaine lettuce. Leaves are rinsed. Wrap toppers are two dozen cherry tomatoes halved. One avocado thinly sliced. And a quarter cup chopped. Uh... I don't understand what the quarter cup chopped is, if it's quarter cup chopped avocado. In a large mixing bowl, whisk together lime juice, zest, garlic, chili powder, sea salt, and black pepper. Place the tilapia in in the bowl and massage the seasonings into it. Grill it for approximately three minutes per side. Set, you just want to cook it till it gets flaky, I would assume. Set the cooked tilapias aside to rest for 10 minutes. Then slice into small strips. You may want to divide the tilapia into sections before slicing, as it is typically very long. Serve the tilapia, tomatoes, cilantro, and avocado in your lettuce leaves. So little lettuce wrap type things. Not a bad idea, but I can think of better ways to do it for my taste and i will share those with you down the road i'm running out of time here again i was hoping i could finish this off before this segment ended but i'm going to come back one more time for a little bit more and we will finish this off for the first week of our wellness wednesday okay let's finish this up let's see what we got here yet I hit you with two two of my advertisements for Anchor today just to give you a little extra shot at my terrible song. <laughs> uh, not as good as when they did it in Back to the Future. But <laughs> the power of Anchor. Uh, the third thing they have is a dinner meal uh, example which is lemon grilled chicken with salad. Two boneless chicken 
Oh, skin, two boneless, skinless chicken breast. That's quite a bit. Dang. I ain't. Honestly, these three meals are like way more than I ate, even with the crap I was eating every day, which just surprises me how I gain weight so easily, but can't lose it. Two boneless, skinless chicken breast. Juice and zest of two, two lemons divided. One to two cloves of garlic, pressed, chopped, or grated. Sea salt and black pepper to taste. One tablespoon melted coconut oil to grease your grill, pan. One tablespoon extra virgin olive oil to finish. Basically, uh, split the chicken breast by running a knife along and through the thick, long side thereby opening up the breast into a butterfly or heart shape. I personally like to just cut them all the way through. I don't know why they have to be butterflied. In a bowl large enough to marinate the chicken, mix a half of the lemon juice, garlic, sea salt, and black pepper. Place the chicken into the bowl with the marinade, set aside for 10 to 20 minutes. Brush your grill or grill pan with coconut oil and then grill the chicken four minutes per side over a medium-high heat or until it is cooked, th thorough, uh, cooked through and no pink is visible. Basting with lemon juice while grilling, allow to cool slightly before slicing. Finish it with extra virgin olive oil drizzle. And your salad can be as simple as a romaine lettuce spinach mix with cucumbers and dressing, or however you like your salad. I personally think those three recipes are a lot of stuff. Uh, and a lot of it I would not use. I mean, two dozen cherry tomatoes. Wow. <laughs> I, this has to be for more than one person. I can't see how these meals can be for one person, but I don't know. I guess use them, adapt to them, eat what you enjoy, and then got leftovers with the rest of it, I guess. But I, I, I go back and forth on a lot of different things. I'm a very simple person. Uh, I lived on the streets. For quite some time, I lived in my vehicle for quite some time. I could easily eat the same item over and over for weeks on end. I'm not that fussy that way, but being a cook, I do enjoy making good tasting foods. It's just a lot of play, a lot of research, a lot of... A lot of testing things out, whether or not you like it. I'm not a huge pork person. I personally believe that pigs, and it's a proven fact, that pigs, dolphins, and dogs are some of the smartest uh, animals out there. And I have friends who have pigs in their household. And they also have pigs as pets. <laughs> uh, but 
pigs are very intelligent, very wonderful animals. I raised pigs on farms. I took care of pigs. I fed them. Got to play with the babies. Uh, back in the day, I started out working on a farm at about eight years of age. And when we wanted a little break from the monotony of the our daily chores, we'd leave the little gate open just slightly loose on the pig the pig house and all of a sudden there'd be little piglets all over the our farming our farmers fields and we'd get to go run around chasing and catching the piglets <laughs> it was just a lot of fun and uh i look back at those days and at one moment i came out of the pig house feet full of mud, slop, pig shit, all that stuff. And I stepped on a wooden board that has rusty 16-penny nails sticking through it, and it went all the way through my foot. I did not cry and did not scream. I did not yelp. I just looked down and was like, okay. And I pulled my foot off the board and, <clears throat> excuse me, I went into the house and the farmer's farming mother did what she could took care of it and then i got hauled off to get my what i believe was my probably my second tinnitus shot in my life uh but i had to have that done and i always wondered could that have caused some issues with me physically neurologically or whatever by just getting that bacteria into my bloodstream or anything like that so i don't know it's something that was always, always out there, but I personally have dated my MS, MS issues all the way back to at least five years of age. I assume I was born with it, and it kind of got activated around five years of age due to a type of trauma and stuff, and I think it's that's a thing that needs to be looked into a little bit further, but... I had a lot of things that over the years I fell off a ledge when they were building a neighbor's house and fell down into the cement <laughs> that was just freshly poured and <laughs> had a walk home totally covered from head to toe in cement. And they didn't even, <laughs> you would think the construction workers would have hit me with the hose, but I had to walk basically about six houses down from my house to get to my house so I could use my our garden hose to wash myself off. It's like, why wouldn't the construction workers hose me down? I never understood that. It's like all they did was harass me, gave me a bunch of shit, picked on me, and then I just went walking home and washed the cement that was hardening on me off my body. Um, and I could go on and on. I've been trying to write down, document as much stuff as I can so I can remember it for someday put it together and maybe do a book that no one will want to read. <laughs> but yeah, it's... But, so since this is the start of my detox and the start of hopefully a new routine, I'm going to give you the deets. Basically, I went to my PCP yesterday, so I got my health and wellness exam done for the year. Five foot eleven inches, basically shrinking. 
<laughs> I used to be six foot. Uh, I topped out today, yesterday at 430 pounds. I was hanging between 430 and 431, which is a bummer because not long ago I was finally under the 400 and at, down at 398. And I worked my way back up to around 420, and now I'm up at 430. So definitely got to see what we can do. But I've mentioned in the past that when I spent the two weeks in the Mayo Clinic, when I came out of there, I did a, I completely quit soda, fruit drinks, fruit juices, pretty much all drinks other than coffee, black, tea, water. And that's pretty much, and I'll do it like this. Last week, I picked up uh, apple cider because Wisconsin fresh apple cider from the apple farms. Yum. <laughs> also picked up a beautiful apple pie out by Holy Hill at the Holy Hill Apple Farm. And it was a huge, thick apple pie with caramel drizzled over the top. The nice, crunch, crunchy, apple apple crust it's apple topping crumble it's just uh it was so good <laughs> warm it up scoop of ice cream it's just awesome but can't do that no more <laughs> at least not for a while uh so yeah 5'11 430 pounds all kinds of issues multiple sclerosis skin issues health issues I, I'm not going to go over all the list, all that stuff. <clears throat> but things that we'll see, what we can do, what we can change, what we can adapt to. What some of our new specialists up and coming. I got two new specialists I'll be seeing. Oh, one's not a new one. I do my ear, ne- ear, nose, and throat specialist I've seen before, but I'll be seeing her for a new item this time. Uh as far as work, I did that little bit this morning. The bed leg lifts, a little bit of well, hour-long seated uh, yoga thing. Not, not too strenuous. I still feel it in my arms and shoulders and my legs. I'll do the stair push-ups throughout the day, and I'm gonna go up and do well, I wanna go boil a bunch of eggs, get that out of the way so I got something quick to grab if I'm severely hungry and I need to quickly throw something in my mouth and get all my lettuces and stuff that I picked up yesterday the vegetables, get those all washed up and cleaned and cut and ready to go so I can have a monster salad for dinner tonight I'll just do a monster salad with hard-boiled eggs on it or or I might fry up some chicken breast cut them into small pieces so I got some chicken I can throw on my salads uh, but the other thing I want to do is I want to get at least a hundred yards of walking 100 to 200 yards of walking in a day and then build up from there 
but I will be using my seated walker so I can take breaks. And I'm going to walk up to the hill this afternoon in the backyard, go up our hill. It'll probably take me three sit-downs to get up to the top of the hill on the walker, and then coming back probably about the same. But I'm going to take a walk up to the hill, take my drawing tablet with me, and get my ass back into doing some drawing, get that done, get some nice little, I got a bunch of art ideas that are stuck in my head that I need to get out. And then after yesterday, I, someone I paid a, paid to have a art commission done by Art Baltazar, who, who's from Aya Comics. I paid for a second commission for him God, back in, I want to say March, I think it was. He read read my letter and when it ha- when I sent it, but he started doing my commission for me, and it was for two two characters. And since he took so long, he's doing it on a bigger piece of paper, and I am getting got he he only got halfway through it. Yesterday on a two-hour segment, he does them live on YouTube, just the uh, black black ink part of it, and then he does the coloring separate and then sends it to you. Uh, so you get to see him do your commission for you live, which is awesome, and then you can make your little comments or whatever. Well, if you're lucky enough to catch it happening, and thankfully a friend of mine from one of our other podcasting groups gave me the alert just after I shut my computer down. So I would have missed it otherwise. And he was talking about maybe tonight coming back on and finishing it up. So hopefully I'll catch that one too. But uh, yeah, I ended up with (laughs) for a two character commission. I ended up with probably about 15 characters on this page, if not more. So this is this is really awesome. I got a big huge bonus for waiting and I was I had no problem. I don't mind waiting. I know I'm gonna get it eventually and he's always good about giving all kinds of little extras when he sends us our stuff. So if you ever wanna see something fun, check out Oh Yeah Comics on YouTube and uh Art Baltazar. Uh, uh comic book artist draws things or talks about things or eats things. He's got a bunch of different segments he does. Uh, but yeah, they're a lot of fun. So I want to get up and start doing some drawing again. I got so many ideas in my head. I got to get out and I can at least get some sketch work done. And that way I got the stuff out of my brain and I don't have to think about it anymore. And I got it on paper so then I can clean it up and modify it and make it into some nice artwork down the, down the line. But it's so beautiful on top of the hill, just sitting there looking off and over the fields into the woods, tree lines and all that stuff. And that's one bonus about living up on a hill. Uh, so that's my plan today. Hopefully I can do it and hopefully I won't be dying in pain tomorrow. But yeah, I hope, uh, I hope this new segment helps some people i hope whoever listens to it enjoys it uh 
just know that you're not going to get no comic books on this this segment. This is just a wellness segment. It's going to be all about health, wellness, MS, my journey, what I'm doing for what I did for the past week, what I'm doing for the following week, what my plans are, and stuff like that. So, hopefully, it was a good one. Uh, I don't listen to these till a ways down the road when I'm caught up on <laughs> listening to them because I'm not overly thrilled with listening to my own voice. <laughs> but I try. I've been getting better with it. But So hopefully it's a good, decent recording, and hopefully you enjoy what you get to hear from it, and hopefully you learn something from it. And we'll get back to you again with some more stuff. Tomorrow will be the normal Thursday episode with comics in the MS and health stuff and whatever else. Now we will have a new segment coming out on Fridays, which I don't have pinpointed out yet. And I believe this coming Monday, we will be starting a brand new segment that will be all comic book related, but it's going to be hopefully a fun segment. I got permission from the comic creators to do it. So I am all happy about it. I hope it comes out the way I expect it to, but I have not even looked at the things that I plan on using to do it with it that much. So it's going to be all trial and error as we go. Like every episode with me, I just put it out, do it. What you get is what you get. But like always, this is for me and anybody else that listens, it's an extra bonus and I hope you enjoy it. And anything you're going to do, talk to your doctor. Don't take my word for it. I'm just telling you what I'm doing myself and letting you know things that I come across that I read and research and look through and try to get some information from so I can build my own routines from those things and whatever else I find and whatever else I decide. But always talk to a doctor. I see doctors regularly. I got many specialists. And they all know about me, my lifestyle, what I do, what I deal with, and I do not hold anything back. I am straightforward with them. I just wish they'd all be straightforward with me and actually help me out and give me answers. And <laughs> the ones that just don't like to help out just drive me nuts. It's like you should be working for me and I shouldn't be working for you. I should not feel like I am a bad person when I'm asking for help. So. If you got those issues, change your medical team around. But I'm just getting tired of changing them. I've changed them so many times. I'm trying to just build one all in the same medical unit. And I got mine pinpointed now down to the freighter group. So between three different towns, I got all my medical people I need. So. And they all are in the same group together so they can work together, talk together, look at each other's stuff, and hopefully figure something out someday. Not like there's ever going to be a cure because there's no cure for MS, and I don't expect to see one in my lifetime, even though it would be nice. But hope you enjoyed. Hope you get healthier. Hope you're always happier. Be good to yourself. Be good to everybody else. Don't let the monster bring you down if you need to. Do a little meditation, I think. I'm just going to end this with a little mindful, uh, guided meditation. 
and just when it ends, it ends and the podcast will be over. So sit down, lay down, stand up, get yourself comfortable however you want. Get in a seated position, cross your legs or sit in a chair with your feet on the ground and your hands at your side or arms crossed or whatever you're most comfortable. Lay on the bed if you have to or just close your eyes. Take three deep breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth. Do this three times. Just feel your body relax and sink into wherever position you are and get comfortable. And then the rest of the time, I prefer to breathe in through my nose and out through my nose. You can breathe in and out through your mouth or in through your nose and out through your mouth or however it best works for you. As long as you focus on your breathing and just keep breathing. It's always good to have some nice watery sounds or a little thunderstorm in the background. I like doing this when I'm sitting up on the hill and just listen to nature. Just let it in. Just breathe in. Breathe out. Focus on that breath. Ignore my talking. (laughs) If you can, just pay attention to your breathing and every time your brain goes somewhere else, just don't worry about it. Just forget about it. Go right back to the breathing. And if your brain jumps back in again, starts annoying you, just go back to that breathing. Back to the happy place. I like to think of a happy place. I like to go to my own little meditation zone. Think of yourself of a nice piece of nature. Think of being in a field or in a house with a waterfall or a river trickling or something around you. Something you can enjoy. Just find your happy place. Your happy place might be... In a junkyard, a salvage yard full of vehicles, tearing parts off of vehicles or doing whatever, playing with your pets as we have Lemmy Killmeister, my cat, is coming up to me meowing. He obviously wants me to take him outside and go play. Uh, just think of the little critters around you. Think of those poor little piglets that you're wrapping up around your eggs and... <laughs> So you don't want to, <laughs> I won't go there. Let's stay in a happy place. Uh, keep focusing on that breath, focusing on your breathing, thinking about your day. Keep your eyes closed. Listen to the sounds of the purr. Don't know if you hear that, but that's... Mr. Lemmy purring away. Had to climb up in my lap. But think of your happy place or just focus on your breathing or listening to the nature around you. 
but continue to breathe. And let's just go out into your day, enjoy yourself, keep the stress away. You don't need anxiety. Stress is bad. It's just going to make your body feel worse. Things are menial. They are nothing important. Just push them away. Things will change. There's nothing else you have to worry about other than your self, your health. Money problems come and go. Lifestyle problems come and go. Life is short. Enjoy it. Make it as happy as you can. And come back again. Listen to another podcast. Another episode in the future. Every Wednesday. Remember to come. And join us for Wellness Wednesday. And hopefully we'll teach you maybe a little something different that you didn't know. Or just keep you updated on what we're going through. And you can choose to do what you want with it. Just remember to breathe. And when you're done... And you're ready to get on with your day. Just gradually open your eyes. Let the world back in. Stretch. Move your arms around, your shoulders around, your neck around. Loosen your body up a little bit. And get up. And just get on with your day. Have a great day. Wellness Wednesday.